When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step on, step us, step up to it. All you got to do is do it, do it, yeah, yeah. We come to do it, yeah, yeah. We come to do it, yeah, yeah. We come to do it. It's uh, 22 away from four here on SENZ. This is Phoenix Nation. Thanks to Oppo joining us now is uh, the Wellington Phoenix GM, uh, David Dome. G'day, mate. How you doing? Yeah, very good, Ricardo. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Uh, probably an appropriate song. And so uh, I just finished talking to Sean Gill, and I know you and he will both have a wandering eye at the moment, looking over players you can recruit for uh, for both teams uh, going through to 23-24. No, no, exactly. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. I mean, you see we made the announcement today of Mota, uh, Altay, so he's the first one we've announced. But we're also, um, you know, we've got a list of players that, that both Chiefy and uh, Paul Temple and, and the ADW side will be looking at. And, uh, uh, yeah, we're cracking straight into it. You know, it, it never really ends the season, to be honest. So we've gone straight from, you know, the semi-final against Adelaide and now we're straight into playing the game. Uh, sorry, planning for next season already. So it never really ends, but uh, it's continuous. Yeah, it is continuous. I mean, you've got a core of 12 players for the men's team, but only two for the women's team. So uh, a fair bit of work to do. Pre-season uh, back in July, right? That's correct, yes. Yeah. So the men come back 1 July. The women will go back slightly later. We're actually still waiting on the league to confirm the contract date for the women. Um, the, you know, we're sort of assuming around about the same as last year. Um, but we do, we've had the discussions internally that, you know, if we can bring the women in earlier than even the contract dates, we'll look to do that. We want to have a better preseason build-up than we've had in the past. But <laughs> there's still a lot of detail about that around what we can and can't do with contracting. So, we, again, we're waiting on the league to to formalise that and, and clarify that for us, but then we'll be straight into it. Yeah, OK, mate. Uh, yeah, but, but, a bit of work to do on that front, uh, obviously. Uh, what about the, the women's team going forward, mate? Uh, I know the initial agreement for this team was for two years with, uh, you know, tied in with New Zealand football and the A-League, and there were certain restrictions around what you could do with the squad. Uh, going forward from here, does that change? Do you know yet what your parameters are? We don't know yet, although we have constantly been asking the question. Um, obviously, we want to align the, the A-League W rigs with the A-League men rigs, which is you know, essentially unlimited New Zealand players and then the, the five foreign spots. That would be, that, that to, to us, makes the most sense. I don't know why they were treated any, any differently. We're relatively confident that that you know, common sense will prevail and that that will be what happens, but you just don't know until you see it in writing. But our planning is going to go down both pathways. So what does it look like if we can sign five imports, up to five imports? And what does it look like if we're restricted and we still have to have the, the, uh, the balance of, of our squad being uh, Australian players? So we, 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 we'll, we'll look at everything. But, yeah, look, I mean, what are we now? May, mid-May, you know, it, it's, it's, it's disappointing that we still don't know um, what the regulations are going to be around the women this far out. But, 
it is what it is. We'll, like I say, we'll make plans for both contingencies. Yeah, well, the reason I asked that was because I saw, you know, Paul Temple uh, when he was unveiled as the new coach talking about potentially a couple of import strikers. And so I was like, oh, okay, maybe they've, yeah. maybe they've changed it. That, that's just Paul with uh, some wishful thinking and hoping it goes his way, right? Well, I think that's right. And, and like I say, he's planning for that contingency being available. So we don't oh. want to get stuck behind the eight ball when uh, uh, once, it's actually Football Australia, it's not APL. So Football Australia sets the regulations for the, the leagues. So if Football Australia makes that change for us, like we've been lobbying them to, and goes, yep, you can have you know, up to your five inputs, then it means you're ready to go and we've identified a few players that we'd be interested in bringing out. You've had a change of leadership for both teams um, ahead of next season. Uh, Chiefy obviously uh, was, I, I guess, an obvious candidate with the amount of time you'd spent there. Uh, what about uh, for the women's team with, with Natalie? I mean, it felt like they didn't have the start they wanted, but they gradually got better over the season. I mean, how many people did you talk to about that role before you announced Paul? Oh, no, we, we, wherever possible, we want to appoint uh, internally. And that's why we were very pleased this year um, that when we talked to both Chiefy and Paul, that they were both strong candidates. So we didn't feel like we had to go external. In the same way that we're developing players, we want to develop coaches. And, you know, a bit disappointed that Nat didn't want to kick on, but we're certainly not ruling out, you know, bringing Nat and or Gemma back at some stage in the future because I think they're both very, very talented coaches and we'd love to see them back at the club. Um, once they do, you know, they go away. So Gemma's on her pro license now in Wales, and and Nat's doing some mentoring. Um, she was up in Belgium with her mentor, and is now with the Ferns again, and, and helping them in the World Cup. So both of them, once they get more experience, if they want to come back, we're certainly open to having that discussion with them. Um, but like I say, when we talked to, to Paul Temple about taking over the role, when he presented what his, his strategy would be, very very sound. And we went, well, why would we be looking around? This is exactly what we want. This is the, the strategy we want, you know, uh, bringing through our you know, players from the academy into the first team, potentially looking to strengthen with a few import spots, looking to play this kind of football, working with the resources that he's got. It just, you know, ticked every box, to be honest. So we didn't feel any need to go outside. And that, that was true of Chiefy as well when we when we talked to Chiefy. Both very, very sound and very, very strong in there and their presentations and what they wanted to do. So it doesn't feel like we needed to go out any further than that. And again, it comes back to our strategy about pointing from internal. That's, we'll always look internally first before we go external. One of the things I, I, I think that was celebrated about uh, your appointment of Gemma and Nat um, in the first season was that uh, you know you, you had a women's team and you were getting women co- uh, female coaches involved and it was something that I think was used as uh, you know an example held up next to Super Rugby Alpeki and that in its first season having no female head coaches um, so it's something yeah. that you know has been seen as a strength for the for the team. Are you looking at having a female influence in there as an assistant with Paul or or creating that pathway for for female coaches from around the country somehow? Absolutely. We did look at whether we could find a female coach to replace Nat, um, just as a, you know, to, to put up against uh, Paul. But unfortunately, there's just no, there's very few female coaches in the country who are at that level that they could be considered. Um, we do, we are, look, we are very, very conscious of that. Let's, let's be obvious, you know, a bit about it. We are conscious that it's a woman's team. We'd ideally, we want a woman, a female coach. But like I said, they didn't really exist within the current New Zealand setup. But we want to be part of the of that process. That's what I'm, you know, like I say, if we can bring in more women's coaches into the academy and train them up through that 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 structure, then they'll make through, they'll come through the the ranks and, and graduate to the women's team. We do have um, some women's coaches in the academy. Katie Barrett is the head of the female program, female development program in the academy at the moment. 
um, and we have uh, female physio and female uh, trends and condition coaches as well. So we are in there, and, and ideally, this is not my decision. This will now be up to Paul, who he wants to appoint as his assistant. But I would certainly hope that there would be a female um, influence within his support team. But again, that's something that Paul will look at when he gets back, and we'll have that discussion with him. And we already kind of had that discussion when you went through the process, right? Um, and he certainly very he, he gets it as well that it's that we want to be bringing through young New Zealand female coaches, whether they be as football coaches or strength and conditioning coaches or even in the physio space. And we think that's very important to have that balance. Indeed. All right, good stuff, Domi. Thanks very much, mate. Appreciate your time. Uh, I'll let you go and, uh, and and put your feet up for the weekend, eh? And, and thank you for your support throughout the year, Ricardo. We certainly do appreciate uh, the Phoenix Football Hour and, and, and the support that Sense gives us, the he did, gives us throughout the season. And uh, it was great to have you on board this year, and we look forward to doing it all again next year. Indeed, mate. Same, so do I. So do I. Good stuff, Domi. Go well. <laughs> it is 14 away from four. When we come back, David uh, Choate joins us. He's going to give us his take on where the Phoenix are at after this season.